RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. The chief executive says the government may use households as the basic unit for compulsory universal testing. Park and Shop dispels rumours that it will close its supermarkets from March the 7th after large queues formed at some outlets. And the Education Secretary announces that schools offering international curricula won't have to take their summer break next month. Chief Executive Carrie Lamb says the government may use households as the basic unit for compulsory universal testing rather than grouping people by age. Here's Natalie Ching. Speaking after receiving top mainland health official Liang Wanyan at Shenzhen Bay Port, Mrs. Lam said the government was still assessing whether people should be confined to their homes during universal testing, and, if so, how this could be implemented. She pointed out that many people provide essential services. The testing is due to start in March. Mrs. Lam also called for calm after a supermarket rush following talk that a citywide lockdown was looming. Park and Shop has dispelled online rumours that it will close all its supermarkets from March the 7th. It stressed that all its stores will operate as usual. Long queues formed at supermarkets across Hong Kong today on the rumours and fears of an imminent lockdown. The health chief, Sophia Chan, said officials hadn't ruled out ordering people to stay home during a citywide testing exercise next month. RTHK reporters saw long queues form at cashiers at a supermarket in Fortress Hill, while shelves at a Kowloon Tong store were cleared of vegetables and frozen food. This woman said she rushed to buy daily necessities after reading today's news. I just have two young kids at home, so uh, things like rice, um, detergent, things just everyday, everyday goods. So SEMPs, I think, are pro-Beijing papers, so I think they're good inclination of what's going to happen. They keep flip-flopping, but today's news to say that there may be a lockdown. Um, so yeah, I, I not le- I'm not really worried. It's more, if it happens, I just want to be prepared. Health authorities have warned that COVID cases will continue to rise as the SAR's total number of infections since the pandemic began surpassed 200,000. Officials reported another record high of 34,466 new infections today. Beijing's point man on fighting COVID, Liang Wanyan, has arrived in Hong Kong to help guide the administration in its handling of the epidemic. Speaking outside his hotel, he said the central government is highly concerned about the fifth wave of infections here and has demanded that the whole nation do all it can to help the SAR. Dr Liang, the leader of the National Health Commission's COVID response expert team, said he felt that he's been given a glorious mission and vowed to work closely with his counterparts in Hong Kong. Hong Kong's COVID-19 epidemic situation is still very severe. We definitely will seize the time and closely cooperate with Hong Kong experts, conduct exchanges with them to ensure that Hong Kong implements effective anti-epidemic strategies and measures. The Education Secretary Kevin Young has announced that international schools will not have to follow local kindergartens, primary and secondary schools in beginning their summer break next month. Schools that don't follow the local curriculum will continue to teach remotely, with pupils taking non-local exams allowed to return to campus for assessments if needed. Mr Young says the arrangements are in the interest of pupils. They have a different calendar year or school year arrangement. Uh, with the local, uh, different from the local schools. For international school, if students could not have meaningful lessons in July or August, and we force them to take leave in March and April, 
we are effectively taking away the learning hours. Other schools must begin their break by March the 17th. Mr. Young says he hopes in-person classes will resume when school begins again after Easter. The academic year is due to end in August. To the weather forecast, becoming cloudy with a minimum temperature of about 18 degrees. Warm with sunny periods tomorrow, a top temperature of about 24 degrees and one or two light rain and mist patches tomorrow night. Winds will be light to moderate easterlies. The outlook mild with sunny intervals in the next few days. One or two mist patches in the mornings and again at night time. It'll be cloudier with light rain on Thursday. Currently the observatory, the temperature is 19 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity now stands at 74%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. Turning overseas on the fifth day after Russian forces entered Ukraine, delegations from the two countries have begun talks aimed at ending the war. The Ukrainian president's office says it wants an immediate ceasefire and the withdrawal of Russian forces. A Russian negotiator at the talks said Moscow wanted to reach an agreement that was in the interests of both sides. Before the meeting started, the president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, urged Russian troops to lay down their weapons. Drop your weapons and get out of here. Do not believe your commanders. Do not believe your propagandists. Just save your lives and go. The foreign ministry in Beijing appealed for calm and restraint from all sides as the talks began. Mr Wang said China disapproved of unilateral sanctions. China has noticed the statements made by all parties on the nuclear issue. I want to emphasize that on the issue of European security, reasonable security concerns of all the countries should be paid sufficient attention. After the continuous five rounds of eastward expansion of NATO, the legitimate appeal of Russia out of its security concerns should be given attention and approached properly. All the relevant parties should remain calm and exercise restraint so as to avoid further escalation of the situation. Several cities across Ukraine came under assault overnight, but correspondents on the ground say the attacking Russian forces met with stiff resistance. A Ukrainian government advisor said dozens of civilians have been killed and hundreds wounded in Russian missile strikes on Ukraine's second city, Kharkiv. Back to local news, as we heard earlier, the COVID-19 pandemic here shows no signs of abating. Health authorities were notified of a record-breaking 34,466 new COVID cases today. Only four were imported. As the number of infections continues to surge, the hospital authority says another five more designated clinics will come into operation from tomorrow. Frank Young reports. The Centre for Health Production says the local pandemic remains very severe, with the number of new infections doubling every few days. The center's Dr. Albert Al says another 49 care homes have reported outbreaks involving 430 elderly and disabled residents, as well as 62 staff. The hospital authority says another 87 COVID patients, aged between 51 and 100, have died in the past day. 67 of them were unvaccinated. It added that 37 deaths were recorded between the 19th and 25th of February, but these are only being announced now due to a delay in reporting. 49 patients are currently in hospital in critical condition, while 66 are seriously ill. A chief manager with the authority, Larry Lee, said as public hospitals remain under severe pressure, another five designated clinics will come into operation tomorrow 
to cater for patients suffering with only mild symptoms. Dr. Lee urged patients to make good use of the 14 designated clinics across Hong Kong, adding that they should make bookings in advance. This morning, the Health Secretary Sophia Chan said a possible citywide lockdown remained on the table as the government continued its preparations for mandatory universal testing next month. That was despite earlier assurances from Chief Executive Carrie Lam that a lockdown was not being considered. The Health Minister said such a move would make the testing programme more effective, as Wendy Wong reports. This was the Chief Executive Carrie Lam two weeks ago. I would have to say it very clearly that we have no plans for any widespread city lockdown as uh, you have seen in some of the uh, other places. But that was before the number of COVID cases exploded into the tens of thousands. And a senior official from the National Health Commission, Li Chuan, has now opined that Hong Kong's universal testing program would achieve a better result if it is complemented by a lockdown. On a radio program, Health Minister Sophia Chan made it clear that this move remains on the table. We are still discussing the matter. From the public health perspective, we should maximize the effectiveness of the universal testing program. To achieve this, we need to reduce the flow of people. People should not go out or they should stay home as far as possible. There's still no date set for this compulsory universal testing program and other details are still being hammered out. But for now, authorities plan to test everyone in Hong Kong three times throughout March. The government adviser on COVID vaccinations says he expects next month's mass testing exercise to find as many as a million COVID cases. However, Professor Ivan Hong said he felt the testing would do little to control the virus, given there aren't enough facilities to isolate all those infected. He also cast out on talk of a lockdown. From my perspective, I'm against lockdown. I don't think a lockdown will be able to contain the current wave, which is transmitting very quickly. And again, the mass testing probably is not very useful right now because the problem is that if you do it at the peak of the wave, probably will be able to detect more than a million or more than a million cases. In that sense, we do not have the quarantine facilities to isolate these people. So if you don't have a plan to how to quarantine those confirmed cases, then the mass testing will not be useful at all. Officials estimate that Hong Kong's population fell by 23,600 or 0.3% last year to about 7.4 million, partly due to a net outflow of 27,300 residents. But the government dismissed the idea that the SAR was witnessing a surge in emigration, saying travel restrictions had disrupted cross-boundary travel and population inflow. Population expert Paul Yip from the University of Hong Kong says it may be a few years before the picture becomes clearer. People do come and go in Hong Kong, right? I think, yes, whether there's a tie, I think we might have to wait until the COVID is over. Because at this moment, I think uh, there are some people, I think, who might like to come to Hong Kong, but due to uh, these quarantine measures, they might not be able to come back. So, so I think the situation is still a bit very fluid. I think, yes, I think we, uh, that might take a couple of um, years, I think, to uh, establish whether they're trend or not. 
To finance news, the U.S. Treasury has blocked Americans from engaging in any transactions involving Russia's central bank, National Wealth Fund and Finance Ministry over Moscow's assault on Ukraine. Already, sanctions are having an impact. The Russian currency, the ruble, has tumbled almost 30% to record lows against the dollar. The BBC's Jenny Hill is in Moscow. There isn't a sense of panic here. There is, of course, concern. There have been, as you saw, some lines at some cash points. It's going to take a little while, though, I think, before your average Russian really starts to feel the pinch. Vladimir Putin is currently meeting his economic advisers. The Kremlin, as you know, has been defiant about these sanctions, insisting again today that it was expecting them and it is prepared for them. Mr Putin appeared before the cameras as that meeting got started, smiling, relaxed, contemptuous even of the sanctions imposed by the West or he put it, the empire of lies. The strict sanctions on Russia over its attack on Ukraine and the worsening COVID outbreak in Hong Kong sent local shares down again today. But the Hang Seng Index closed well off the session lows at 22,713. That's down 54 points or a fifth of a percent. Sports now, Daniel Medvedev has succeeded Novak Djokovic as tennis world number one becoming the first man since 2004 outside the game's big four of Djokovic, Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer and Andy Murray to occupy the top spot. US Open champion Medvedev is the third Russian man after Yevgeny Kafelnikov and Marat Safin and 27th player overall to rise to the top of the ATP rankings. Hong Kong's Ramona Pasquale has pledged to learn from her mistakes after losing her first UFC fight. The 33-year-old lost by a unanimous decision to Brazil's Josiane Nunes in a featherweight fight in Saturday's Vegas 49 event. Ramona is the city's first woman fighter in the UFC. She gave fans an update on her defeat via Instagram yesterday. Took this fight on uh, a week's notice, cut about 18 and a half pounds, you know, uh, in 10 days. But it's no excuse, you know, I was ready, I was training. Um, and, uh, you know, made some uh, rookie mistakes, but trust me, uh, I'm going to learn from them and I'm going to be back in there hungrier than ever. Liverpool are celebrating winning the English League Cup after beating Chelsea on penalties at Wembley. It was a dream final for Liverpool's Irish goalkeeper, keeper Quavine Kelleher. He got the start ahead of first-choice Alisson and rewarded his manager by keeping a clean sheet through 120 minutes while also being the last penalty taker to score. Kelleher said Alisson had been very supportive. It's a, it's a final. Um, I think you saw Chelsea change their goalie as well. So not to get the fade from Jurgen was special. And, and Ali, he's just been great with me. He was, there was no sulking or anything like that. He was just totally focused and he just, nah, he's been really helpful for me as well. A reminder of our top stories tonight. The chief executive says the government may use households as the basic unit for compulsory universal testing. Park and Shop dispels rumours that it will close its supermarkets from March the 7th after large queues formed at some outlets. And the Education Secretary announces that schools offering international curricula won't have to take their summer break next month. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 To get worried, try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's alright? Yes, everything's fine. And we want you to sleep well tonight. Let the world turn without you tonight. If we try. 
This Monday night, a song from Yvonne Elliman, Jesus Christ Superstar. If you remember the musical, the film perhaps. If you like a song, by the way, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. Anything you like, if we can find it, as long as it's clean, by the way. Got a couple over the months. We have to check the lyric, and luckily I did. But this one's pretty safe, though. Also a hit from the early 70s. Of course, it features the band Hot Chocolate. I have seen the way Or something on which you can feel. 